Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 830 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, on time as always. And once again, joined by the duo of Ben Funky Askren and James Dean Raider. We're live on flowwrestling.com, Facebook, YouTube. You can listen to the archive on Spotify and other places. What's up, guys? Yo. Good, good morning. Hey, last Actually night, on time Ozzie, today. Had, Ozzie had his first soccer. Yeah, I think I'm oh. glad you showed up on time today. <laughs> I'm going to beat you both. Um, Ozzie had his first soccer practice ever for in first organized sport. Oh, it was, oh, my God, dude. I was dying. It was he the funniest tackling? thing ever. He didn't tackle anyone. But he scored a he scored a goal in their scrimmage. They did like a little you know scrimmage. He started partying on these dudes so hard. He was fist pumping. Ah! He ran over the sidelines. He's like, I won. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do in soccer. Yeah, they they oh. all try to like those leagues. They don't even try to like keep score or anything like that. But some kids, they just always. Oh my god, it's all about the dub. That's that awesome. so funny. I feel like Ozzy, for his temperament, would be a great goalie. That's like a very physical position. You can get out there. Someone comes in the box, you can like be diving. He can use his hands and stuff. Yeah, at that age, they don't even have goalies, I guess. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's so young. Um, oh, so yeah. so actually, someone asked for a Caleb and Ozzy update. So I remember we had a question about um, what their walkout songs would be. I know for a fact, Caleb's walkout song right now would be the uh, – uh, that that coffin dance, you know, with the the African like funeral. Oh, why is that? Do you know oh, yeah. what I'm talking about? Yes, that song, yeah. that would be. He's been on a kick. Him and uh, like the Brays, they've been listening to this song nonstop and watching like That's compilations funny. of of that video. So that would definitely uh, be his uh, his walkout song. Of like that meme. Hilarious. That that it, you know I'm aware of like the yes. 30 second video. Yes. Well, there's like there's also like and minute. He, it's an actual. Because yeah, then you just put people's heads. <laughs> On it. Yeah, it's actually it's a very intimidating uh, sort of. Uh, but how can you watch that for you, well, minutes no. and minutes? And no, no, minutes no, no. Because well, you obviously haven't seen a lot of the compilations because like the whole bit is like it's people that are about to like get like ca- catastrophically wrecked, like fall off. I'm of aware of the meme. Yes. Oh, the okay, so the there's meme. like compilation videos that are like three minutes long, and it's a it's a whole. I love song. that you're the boomer and you're explaining this to. to yeah, Mr. I have to JD. explain the internet to JD. I guess. I guess I've seen the meme. I've just seen like the 30 second ones well, where they like well, you know you put people's faces. The on true it, fans. The whole thing is just like yeah, they're they're the true fans. Killed. You've been killed. Yeah, they look for it on YouTube, and uh, there's compilation videos on there that that he loves. So that's what he would. That's definitely what he would uh, be walking out to. <laughs> he also told me that in one uh, year his voice funny. is going to start changing because he's he's starting to get he's going to be more grown up. So he already knows. Well, that he, is science. He went to wait. You don't know in a year. You have no idea. Oh, he said. Like, I thought you meant. I thought you said one year. He's like, well, in one. He's like, in one year, my voice will oh, change. Okay, it's like, in one uh, year. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna be more. He's he's gonna be uh, if he's anything like his papa, be a little more of a late bloomer. 
That's oh my okay. goodness. All right, we need to move on right now. We need to move on. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to True Freshman. A little older than Caleb and Ozzy. These are people mm-hmm. we could see potentially wrestling next year. We We're, don't know. JD is uh Aren't we going to see them all wrestle, though, guys? Aren't we going to? Because um, some of them may wrestle, like, full-time. Some of them may wrestle part-time. But some all of them are going to wrestle at some point. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, but no, here, listen. Here's the way the verbiage is written, guys. You cannot compete unattached first semester. So these guys want to get any matches, a number greater than zero. They will be competing attached with their varsity team. (laughs) Excuse me. Yes, they will. Um Definitely, anyone that's healthy will will be wrestling because the opens won't be possible. The, all the opens for are pretty much in the first freshman. semester for no true so, freshman. Um, yeah, man, be- that creates a weird, it does really create a weird dynamic because on the on the one hand, right? So is first semester defined as you know is it when the first semester ends or when the second semester starts? Uh, that's yeah, a big deal. What's a big deal? Because one of them is early December is like when it ends. Yeah, yeah, and then um, so I mean, anyways, is that. You know, if you want to see what your guy's made of, besides just in the room, because sometimes in the room and on the mat, they're not not exactly the same thing. Um, you would have to then pull a starter, right? And maybe your maybe your true freshman is better than your starter by a little bit, or is appearing that way. But at the end of the day, you're going to need to get that qualification spot. So if it's somewhere like a Vegas. And you're thinking, hey, should I throw my true freshman out there, or do I get my current starter more matches? That's a tough decision. Mm-hmm. It really is. So looking at the big board, um, and also JD thinks we could see a lot at CKLV, which is a definite, definite possibility. I did that. Yeah. Yeah, so we could see some, some who could be seen. Wait, so and is there no comment on that statement I just made? Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I was ignored here. <laughs> well, no, I thought it was. No, no comment. I agree Lexi, with you. Do you agree, disagree? I agree. Okay. I agree with you, Ben. Um, All right. <laughs> sorry. You guys uh, should have done a final big board because, like, Ben at Berge at 26 is annoying me. Okay. He just won a world silver. Move this man up. Well, is that is that a criteria? That should be a criteria. The hardest tournament you can do as a high schooler. Should definitely be a criteria. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Should. He also made the team. Had to be. It's uh, but you're also Rudy beat up to get, make the team. I'm not saying he shouldn't be higher. But I'm saying who's above who's above him that he had to to beat to make the team. Brian Soldano could have. Brian Soldano was eligible to wrestle for that spot. So was Dylan Fishback. So was Ryland. Well, Ryland is my upper weight. Right. No, I don't think he was. He could wrestle in that spot. Yeah. I'm. I mean, you're you're not getting compared. A, a big board is like a prognostication for college success right so it's, yeah it's how you when you win how you are compared huh when you win the world silver i think that's a that's a uh, there's a high correlation you guys just posted the article like a month ago yeah uh but usually it's based on like how you compare to other american wrestlers um so if he beat a lot of guys relative listen i'm not trying to d- be dismissive of a world medal and he's he is number 26, uh, which is not small. Oh, my gosh. Jory Volk is 40. I scrolled down further. Put Jory Volk way up. Yeah. That one's not because cool, he beats Bradley. He beat a lot of dudes. But this came out before before yeah. then. Yeah. It came out in May. That's why I said five, It final, came out yeah. right final after the U.S. Open where uh, Troy Spratley went on that run. Yeah. He yeah. won the bracket that included Volk. Yeah. We just can't pull up big boards with Ben as a topic because he he just gets distracted. <laughs> um, All right, who are we gonna see wrestle? I don't know. <laughs> um, we could see I don't, so I don't think we'd see Feldman at at a CKLV type of thing because they would have to do Orndorff. But I could I could see a That's scenario. That's what I'm saying. That's the decision that they're gonna be thinking about making some of those decisions. No, I don't think I don't think they're got. making that decision. Uh, with Feldman, Feldman, there's okay. Tom Ryan was basically said no. Feldman is different, but prior to this morning, you were very dismissive of true freshman wrestling at CKLV, and I said, what better event to truly test your yeah. freshman than oh. something like a CKLV rather than one match at yes. a duel? Because yeah. it's, it's a great tournament to use. And no, I realized you wouldn't have to use your 
possible starter who is maybe a several year starter, but you know where that guy's at. I'd rather well, send him. Uh, well, yeah, that's in a situation like think about thirty three for Ohio State with Buzakis and Mendez. I'd rather send them both to a tournament they can both enter and see how they compare to the same field rather than okay, Mendez goes and gets third at CKLV. Okay, hold okay. on, but you're doing a double true freshman scenario, Christian. That's what not, that's not what I and JD are doing. So if you have a true freshman, they could wrestle attached at the at the the CKLV, and your other guy could go unattached somewhere. Somewhere, but not, but not a CKLV. Okay, well, Ohio State is a complete outlier where yeah. you have two incredible true freshmen true at one freshmen. Yeah. So they yeah. think true also, freshmen I'm not so sure and non-true freshmen. will be at 33, but... What? Where do you think he's going? 41? Possibly. I, I think... Uh, I don't think he's big enough. I think enough. there's a chance he, uh, he doesn't want to make 33 consistently for a full season. Whoa. Mm. Our way in. Wow. Tom Ryan may have his say. Um, I, I think, Men, but Mendez may just be the better guy to to go right away, anyways. Um, Correct. If there was dude, no, if, if there was no option, good option, possible equal option behind him. He, if he, Buzakis is he still might. If, if Buzakis doesn't go thirty three at any point in his career, I don't. They're gonna. I think they're gonna have a log jam because Mendez does not want to stay small and be a thirty three pounder. He wants to be a. Well, they already yeah. have a log jam. Well, they're not, both of them not if they're thirty. Yeah. It's not a lot. If, if they're they have D'Amelio at forty-one, who they like? Yeah. And so then he's an all-American type guy, lower all-American type guy. He's only, is he got two years left? Two or three? I, I forget. Two. I think it's two. So but also, like, if, they, if they both want to be international level success, they either have to decide: are they going to make fifty-seven, or are they going to be sixty-five? Yeah, I don't think they're fifty sevens either of them. They're not fifty sevens. Yeah, um, I agree. That's why that's, the guys who are the guys who are small, small sixty, like sixty ones, um, always struggle going up to sixty five. It seems. Hmm. I mean, you remember how bad? Uh, who was it? Seth got beat so bad by someone in the next weight class, and it was like Joey McKenna. one weight class. Who was Joey McKenna it? McKenna beat him eleven to one. Yeah. Was that the it was like, Burroughs Taylor? That was card? Burroughs Taylor. Yes, that was. It crazy. was like, does one weight class really matter that much? But it does. Some guys it does. I think yeah. for someone like Seth, it definitely does. I think because if you just have that that power advantage and can just blow through him, so much of what he does is gone. Yeah. Whereas if you're on a similar wavelength, then it's then it's different. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting what they do there. Uh, maybe they they go Mendez this year, flip flop it the next year. Buzakis goes thirty three, and then. They spread out after D'Amelio graduates. Maybe at some point D'Amelio goes up. Because um, Sasso, this is Sasso's last year. Wait, no, Sasso's got two years, though. I don't think so. Sammy Sasso? S- Samwell. Am I wrong about that? No, he's got two years left. Dang, I guess. He, his, for his freshman year was... He's got two years left. Oh freshman year was Corona year. And then he got the free year. Mm-hmm. Man, that's yeah. crazy. So they got two more years of Sammy. Yep. I don't know why I thought he only had one year left. They I got three just... years of D'Amelio, too. Or two. Whoa. So these guys are going to have to. This will. There is. This is going to get interesting. Very. All right. First world problems for the Bucks. Yes. Um, 100%. Unfortunately, Iowa State not at CKLV this year. Would love to see Swiderski unleashed. Um, I think Swiderski will go at the Cyclone Last Chance Open. <laughs> they should have that early in the year. They should, as an ultimate... First Chance Open. They should have a First Chance Open. They, no, they should call first it the Last Chance open. and have it like November 1, just to be... They do have the uh, Harold Nichols Cyclone <laughs> Open, which is early in November. First Chance, first chance Open. <laughs> The Harold Nichols, the where yeah, the Harold Nichols should be the Harold Nichols Sion Williams Cyclone Invitational because as Sion always brings up, he used to run that tournament. I don't know if he's uh, dropped. That, I, I can assure everyone, Harold Nichols never ran that tournament. Never, <laughs> never. He's not getting his hands dirty like Sion. Uh, that's so funny. Um, uh, maybe Dactronics. Maybe Iowa State sends everyone to the Dactronics. So Dactronics is sometimes pretty spicy. Yeah, it's not too popular. And with with um, I would just think from from a scheduling perspective now, with you the true freshman cannot go anywhere unattached. 
So that means you're going to have to take a, a bunch of attached. You don't have to take your entire team, but you have to take an attached bunch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you may send some more guys to events like that just because it's close and it's easy and that type of thing. I bet we'll see Corey Land at uh, CKLV. That would seem like a... think so? I mean, why not? Is like a Piscoglia or you think he's at 25? Land's oh, at 25. I'd let him rip. What, whatever weight. He's obviously, okay. uh, I mean, see where you're at. Maybe his plan is to, to redshirt all along, but I would, that'd be definitely, if you want to figure out where he, where he fits, yeah. that'd be it. That'd be a good one. I think he's probably a 33 guy. Yeah. I, I, that's how I thought. Um, they have Biscaglia, but you know, you know what Biscaglia is, right? It's yes. He's, he's a tough exactly. guy NCAA qualifier. He's, he's limited. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't. Score points from his feet. Um, land could be a could be a difference maker. Yeah. Uh, if they can get Land down to twenty five, yeah, could definitely be. Can. I think he did wrestle one twenty six, maybe a little bit this year. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I like Corey Land, mm-hmm. um, NC State. What kind of true freshmen did they have coming in? They've always got a, a good crop. Uh, Singleton is coming in. Fishbacks coming in. Arrington. Which of those do you think we could see for Singleton? Wolfpack. You think so? Yes. 100%. That'd be good. I think he's the best one, and I think uh, but, as far uh, as the lineup goes, he I, makes the most sense. Maybe. I think it, he could it depends. start is at he enough, 74. Is he enough of a bump over Joey Milano? Yeah. My guy, my guy wrestled the same guy. Uh, my guy wrestled – Mulvaney wrestled – Singleton and Milano in the same tournament. He beat Milano and he got he got smacked by Singleton. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see him. Um, Wyoming. We should definitely see Jory Volk there. You would. I would assume. You would so. assume. You would expect. He says he's ready some, to go. We need some depth charts, guys. Where do we get some depth charts out? We do have like fifteen early uh, lineup looks on our website. Yeah. All right. Cornell, who could we see? Basically, they don't really they don't have Richards. So anyone that's on the oh, team, no. I mean, no. But if you're on the team, then you're on the team. You're not doing the uh, uh, you're yeah. you're not doing the uh, Ivy shirt thing at at what's that? The Green Lakes or whatever lakes? Is it a lakes? Is there a lake? Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes. Yes. Any <laughs> other lakes? They're frogs. Green Lakes. But yeah, if they're there, they're they're there. Michigan. Who's Michigan got coming in? They got uh, Ryan Rogers. I it could make sense to start Chase Horn a little bit and see how good he is because um, they have Treffin and Houghton who are like good but not great right. head guys. Um, so you know, depending on where he's at with those guys, it may make sense to let him wrestle some matches. That's pretty crazy. They have three NCAA qualifier level heavyweights, Ass- yeah. assuming that Chase is qualifier level, which I would expect him to be. Yeah. It doesn't um, make any uh, who's that looking at. It doesn't make any sense for Fishback to to start it off because they got Hydley and they got um, Trumbull. Trumbull, yes. I got three years. The of cool Trumbull. one is yeah. Trumbull's cool interesting. Be, sorry, go ahead. Now you go. The the cool one's gonna be that um, you know someone's gonna get dinged up on a Thursday right in in one of these good teams and twist their knee the regular starter and they're gonna say throw the true freshman in. You know, yeah. that's going to be cool because that was that what well, that wasn't an option before. And then you got this either backup who's not very good or you got a forfeit where you could have a really cool, fun match. Yep. So that's for Michigan, their only big border is Rogers. Um, I don't know if he's at 84 or 97. I guess 97. He should be an 84. I think so, too. Some guys think they're bigger. Um so we could see him. Nebraska's big borders are Antrell Taylor and Harley Andrews. Could see either of those guys. We're not surprised. This, Although Antrell's, if he's there's no space for Antrell, right? Yeah, he doesn't really have a, a spot, but Andrews would. Yeah. And let's see, who's Oklahoma have coming in? What about Levi Haynes? We're not even talking about Levi Haynes. Oh, you're talking, you talking? You only CKLV teams yeah, well, right now? Well, for right now, just. Thinking early when we could see some uh, some heat, some of these yeah. young guys. Teams see the side of putting out their schedule. 
Dude, it's, yes, it's a very annoying thing. Shout out to those Cyclones who've had theirs out for like three weeks. Shout out to them. But you know, when did, uh, I think Penn State's or Iowa's was one of the last ones to come out fully. Penn State was last year. So yeah. late. I wonder when it, here, let's see. Penn State schedule. It wasn't out. I looked the other day, it was not out. I know it's not out. I'm trying to see when it was posted last year. Uh, uh, September 22nd. Oh, that's not too far. Three weeks. Three weeks. We but that's but in reality though that's like five weeks before the season starts. I know it's crazy. Like college football schedules yeah. are out well in advance. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's weird. There's all this like horse trading and haggling done with the with the coaches and figuring out where they're going. It's it's a uh, yeah, it's a it's a different sort of deal. It seems like something that that could or should be handled. Way further ahead of time. But what happens is they're the big they can't, dual schedule, right? Y'all wait big, on that. That's a big thing, yeah. So they don't know who they're wrestling when for for Big Ten schedules. They know basically, you know, the Friday Sunday cadence, but they don't know who the win until basketball, yeah. I think, comes out, and then you get get your schedule. So, got it. Part of the deal, huh? Okay, so more other guys that we're excited to see. Um, Rojas actually at at twenty, um, you know he had a kind of an up and down season. We all talked about his losses to bars, but to bar, but he wrestled at the I don't recall what they called it. It was determined Izzy Martinez did in place of Midlands. All um, right, what did he beat Nine House? Yes, he nine. He took third place. He took third place. It's a good tournament. Yeah, I wonder if we'd see him early. Um, will we There's see? There's a chance. With Iowa State's one seventy four situation, hey, does does uh, Cal Baptist go to CKLV? I believe they do. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah, I know a certain curly haired fellow I'd like to watch <laughs> uh, scrap it out there in in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think he'll be. I, I would guess he'll be there. We'll see. He gets all his tone all changes whenever we talk about his guys. What you, you get? You get all. Well, get I don't want to brag too much or be too excited, you know. So I want to. Yeah, I'm excited to see him wrestle. Yeah, right. He gets all nervous. Um, nervous. <laughs> they do okay. not have their schedule up. I just I'm just looking it up right now. Spratly is Minnesota is normally at Vegas, uh, but they're they're not on your list here, so I don't know. Um, do you think that they, with the changes in that the true freshmen can wrestle, it would be more advantageous for certain tournaments? So I know obviously like Arena, you could do this. Actually, a Scuffle, you can do it too. But CKLV is only, it's an invitational, one person per team. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you could do something where you say you can have 15 guys or so, something to that effect. You could score 10, you bring 15. I like that. Um, I, like I think the lot. scuffle had been like that. Uh, I think it is like that. I, I think know. it is. I think it is like that. I think you, and I think your ten best score, or it's not your ten best score. I forget how they do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Vegas. It's interesting because I mean, how many invitationals even are there like this tournament? Like the CKLV, the yeah. only one. It's like the only one. Maybe there's like some smaller, like all academy. Mid- Midland isn't Midland like that or no? No, no, Midlands is how like Richard's wrestle at Midlands. Yeah, that's how Iowa figures out a lot of their, or you know, has in the past yeah, figured right. out a lot of their starters. Plus, sometimes PKLB. old dudes come in and wrestle at sometimes Midlands. Gerard Garnett comes in and beats <laughs> them all. Yeah, I actually like. I mean, if I was a college coach, I like these things that I, I know Missouri's doing one on flow actually, um, where they get like six teams together or whatever you know, and they each get mm-hmm. to bring. I think it's fifteen or seventeen or whatever it is, you know. Um, and and they all get a bunch of good matches, and there you go. I think uh, isn't there one happening in Florida also really early with like Iowa State, and Wisconsin, and yes, I don't recall who else. Yeah, I don't recall who else either. But those teams are there. Um, yeah, yeah, those type of events, I like those, and that would be anything where you can bring more than ten. Man, you're you're figuring out where to to put your. It's funny because it's it's, almost, it's very strategic of where are you going to use your true freshmen because you don't want to get all excited and use them all five first semester, you know, in the second semester, someone gets hurt and you're like, damn it, I want to throw them in the lineup. You know, yeah. like you got to save a couple. Yeah, I, I think that's what was maybe two or three in the first semester and then um, hang on for a duel or, or two. 
where you can need them. Um, yeah, for sure. I still kind of think, what would be the harm in wrestling someone unlimited amount of times and you only use your red shirt if you are entered in postseason? As a rule, but that's not the rule. That's the, it's not, it's not the rule. I'm it. saying, what would be the harm? Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, that. I think when you start getting to that point, though, don't you get to this like, why don't we make no red shirts? Why don't you? You show up in your four years of eligibility, and if you get hurt, maybe you get another one. But if not, you're wrestling four years. That's an option. You know what I'm too. saying? Like, yeah. I feel like, but you can graduate college in four years, and I don't. I don't really know why the red shirt system started. I think obviously it's highly beneficial, and if they totally took it away, I think you'd probably see more gray shirting type situations you know teams would figure that out um but yeah i mean if they just took it all the way away i, I i'd be like that it's fair yeah for haynes you know in the in the northeast there's so many opens he could i bet we'll see him they can't wrestle in opens yeah you can just have to be attached you have to be yes okay so you have to travel which means you have to travel with the team and coach and yeah team but team they coach. send to um yeah they send to like Bing. I think they go to Binghamton sometimes. They sometimes oh Clarion. They'll send to Clarion. So, but why would you send your guy there? Uh, okay, I guess Binghamton maybe is a good tournament, but like you want to see your your guy versus other good guys, right? If he's going to the Open and there's like maybe one ranked guy that he's going to wrestle, like do you really want him there? I th- I think you could learn a lot from that. If he goes and he really? balls out and dominates, yeah. You go and win a it 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 is a it is certainly a relevant data point. It's not an end all be all to assess readiness, but it is it is just one event. You yeah. get five, right? So yeah. one open. I think you can learn you can learn a lot. Plus they're seeing them in the room too, right? Um and if he comes and you dominate your way through, that's I mean, Starachi's run at the scuffle, he didn't face a ton of guys. Right, I think maybe Feinzelber was the best, but we we came away totally like this guy is. Yeah. But he dominated some like lower rank guys, some like twenty twenty Ex- through thirty. Exactly, that's my point. So okay. if you go and, you, and right. you smoke one rank rank guy and you kill everyone else, that would be yeah. super irrelevant. Sure, um, you can you can tell Ben. Uh, Smart usually, guy. yeah, usually you can tell, but it's not there. I mean, there are a few. I, and now I'm going to say this without having a great example on hand, but I feel like there's a few where um, you watch them maybe kill lower level competition, and and then you have these expectations, and then when they make that jump to the next level, it's like, oh wait, that didn't exactly translate. Yeah, there, there's honestly, I, I remember just when I used to do the rankings, if you had a guy that was it. And this is the old redshirt scenarios, but you had a guy that wrestled twenty matches in redshirt. You may not yeah. know a lot of the names, but if they went undefeated, almost always those guys did well. Next level did did well for that next year. It's just just doing that many matches and winning them all, even if you don't face that level of rigor. It's a it is a good yeah. measuring stick for their preparation. Now, if they do one tournament and they go four and zero. Oh, I would not consider that. But when they're getting in that 20, in that four or five tournaments that they win, um, it, it generally translates to the next level. It's pretty funny. Like, you can wrestle 20 matches currently in a red shirt, and they don't count. But then if you wrestle in one duel, yeah. those matches don't, I know, don't count. Funny, huh? Yeah, I, I would like to see the, – there have been red shirt years where guys got literally like 25, 30 matches. Like, more, more than you would – now, that's Bro, probably... I got forty. What did I get? Forty three or something? No, I got forty five. That's insane. I was wrestling been... some dudes. I wanted to go scrap. What now? How did you find that many matches near near well, you? I did. I did everything. I did everything I could. So I I did. I think five in the. I think I did five in the fall. I did Midlands and I did three in the spring. Wow. So um. Yeah, and then I was I wasn't great, so I was in the wrestlebacks a lot. So I was getting like a decent amount of like six yeah, and some seven of those match tournaments days. Are big, yeah, you get they're big, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, if you go to those small college opens in the Midwest where Denker. forty teams come from. Yeah, the the yeah. Nebraska uh, UNO Open RIP formerly. Yes, Kaufman, Kaufman that Brand. was huge, amazing 
amazing tournament. It was huge. And like Iowa State would send there were there were tough, tough tournaments. Um and huge brackets. I remember this is this is some fantasy nerddom. But I had Nate Moore. Um not Nick, Nate. The Purdue kid? No. Uh he um he's Iowa. Iowa City West. He's a Fargo champ. He was like a stud. Oh, I think there was times. a Nate Moore from Purdue though. I believe you. Uh, I don't know him. But this guy No, the big ninety seven pounder. Like uh 12 years ago or so. Okay. I'll, I'm going to find it. This guy was about 12 years ago now, probably. I remember, who, it, I remember who you're talking about now. But anyway. Nathan Moore, 2006 NCAA qualifier. 2006. That's a long time ago. From Indianapolis, oh, Indiana. Oh, you know what? He's my age. I went on a recruiting trip with him. That's I totally forgot. Shout out to all Nate Moore's listening. We appreciate you. Um, but anyway, Nate got upset, and then he was in the wrestlebacks. He was on a fantasy team, maybe mine, and he like just destroyed everyone all the way back. Got and a bunch of bonus. So many pinpoints just because he's in this massive tournament. He lost early and just killed everyone. I think I'm Wait, getting he had a, he had a good honey badger. Yes, I think he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Um, honey badger, chin and arm. I remember many chin a time. And arm. Me and my teammates, especially if you got put on the wrestlebacks, like wrestling one match, basically walking to the next mat to go to your next match. I ain't no wait time. No wait time. These opens. Oh, Um, my God. Hey, Nate Moore, I'm looking at Nate Moore's bio from Purdue. Guess what? He loves playing ultimate Frisbee. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There it is. Uh, Joe Caprino remembers Nate Moore. Uh, he was tough. He made the he made the junior world team in two thousand three. My gosh! Yeah, so he's like my yeah. age. Yeah. All right. Good. I guess we're the same age, basically. I feel like Ultimate Frisbee fell off. This golf kind of took over. Uh, this golf is blowing up, bro. Ultimate is so world championship this week in Poria, Kansas, baby. Paul McBeth in third place right now. Oh wow! Got some more rounds left. That's the guy you like. Uh he's my buddy. Yeah. I mean, I, I like. There's dude. All of them are so nice. Like they're. It's really. It's um. It's not like wrestling where there's like a lot of grudges and people don't like each other. Fighting's even worse, right? Disc golf, like they're maybe they're not all like best friends, but they're kind of all buddies and cheering for each other. It's really cool. Yeah, like that one guy made that crazy hole in one, and it was like kind yes. of celebrated by even the guys on the field. I don't know if it's called the field, the course, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hole. Respect the course. Yeah. Respect. Dang, I am also on Nathan Moore's bio, and the old pool system was not kind. To people because you could go zero and three, yeah, were... not just zero and two. <laughs> he went zero and three and he lost the matches by four points. Wow. Yeah, what, and then those sons of bitches in USA Wrestling didn't take a team to the Junior World in two thousand four when I actually made the team. I didn't make the team in two thousand three. I took Sarah. Who beat me that year? That was oh that son of a gun jd bergman beat me and then i beat kurt back in the wrestle back i took second place though that's a good win is this why you have you and uh jd have so much tension because he reminds you of jd bergman because <laughs> i've noticed that i love jd oh. bergman jd bergman is such a nice guy he's a very me? nice guy he's a great gentleman and uh, he was way bigger than i don't i was well i was wrestling i wrestled there was the it was what 163 and then 185 so i wrestled jd bergman at 185 and then the following year he would actually he took um he took third in NCAs at 197 and I took second in NCAs at 174 in the following year. Yeah, and then he made the finals at heavyweight and lost to Dustin yeah. Fox. The heavy Chevy right there. At, Dustin Fox was a heavy Chevy brother. Well, Dustin Fox is a really heavy Chevy, but JD got JD got really big. Yeah, but he he was like um I'm sure there were others, but he was like one of the first like smaller athletic heavies I, I remember. Um, yeah, I remember watching. Yeah, cause, well, because he tried. Remember, Matt, Max actually got vengeance for me and beat him twice at 197. Um, and he just was not as good at 197 because he was one of those guys who was like, like kind of too big to make it, but he made it. But he probably shouldn't have been making it. You know, like a two ten or something. Way better. Speed advantage and athletic. Yeah, advantage. Yeah, and just cutting cutting too much weight, so it really negatively affected his performance. Yeah. Then, then two thirteen. You know, he ended up making a world team in twenty thirteen yeah. at twenty at two hundred and thirteen pounds, ninety six kilos. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. beat Pendleton to make that team. It's all coming full circle for Ben. We got Pendleton, oh, yeah. Bergman. We got this JD, that JD, <laughs> Nate Moore over in Iowa, Nate Moore in Purdue. 
So many Nate Moores. So many Nate Moores. I had no idea. You know the more. other one that, that confuses people? The only other person I lost to my whole college career. Do you know who it was besides Chris Pendleton? Um, Ryan Lang? Was that his name? And there's multiple, and there's multiple Ryan Lang. Yeah, not that I Ryan didn't Lang. lose to the, the small, fast Ryan Lang. The and they're both from Ohio, which also makes it more confusing. Man. I know. That is confusing. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have lost to him. Then we wouldn't have this confusion, Ben. Mm-hmm. How did that match go? He snuck one out on me. That's not, he got an early takedown and stalled his ass off. <laughs> one, three, two. It was bullcrap. Sounds like you couldn't ride him. Sounds like you didn't take him down. I don't. I don't. I. Th- I know we got a takedown early, and then I was trying to like I was trying to get a takedown, and I couldn't get a takedown, and then I lost three two. Well, he got out. He had to get out. Yeah, I wasn't great on top my freshman year. Like I had, um, I had some good moves where I could pin people, but I wasn't like good at keeping people down. You know, like riding for yeah. a long time. When did that? That jump happened. Oh, uh, just kind of, I just kind of got better at everything uh, a lot. But I mean, a lot of times I just pin him, and then you don't, you don't have to ride him if you pin him. You just pin him, and then it's over with. When did you start like surfing on people and like just holding your arms up? Well, that was more when they just give up on life and they don't want to wrestle <laughs> and they're just trying not to get pinned. <laughs> then you can do whatever you want. You're a son of a gun. That's for sure. Sounds real fun. Actually, I was just talking to. Um, I started. I started. Uh, uh, I was conversing with Tommy and Jesse at Rudis because uh, Zamalov was wearing some Sly Foxes, and I said, "Oh, you guys are sponsored by Russians now," and they're like, "I have no idea how he got those shoes." But then I don't remember how the conversation went, but we started talking about when we Mizzou whooped the Buckeyes back in two thousand four. Um, I was confused on the year. It might have been two thousand three. I was I was messing up the year, but then they freaking. Somehow, I, they were not good that year, but they balled out and took third place at NCAAs. Whoa. I yeah. See, yeah, that's good. Because we whooped them in the duel, and then I think we were like 12th that year or something, and they took third. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Good. Now we're just going down memory lane. That's all we're doing today. We I like memory lane. lane. You have yeah, good memories fun. and and a I good see. memory of good memories. Yeah. Yeah, UTC. Oh, you, yeah, he did. UTC would welcome a second Ohio State train. It was, that, it was actually it was a tri duel at UTC. It was UTC Ohio State, and that was when Brands was at UTC. I was gonna say, was Terry the coach? Terry was the coach. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. UTC's had had uh, had quite a uh, list of coaches. They've had Terry and Chris Bono both been the the head coaches there. And Joe C. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Dan Dennis. Well, he was he was, he was the head coach. coach. True. And he went on staff, but I feel like there was someone else. Was Sammy Henson there for a while or no? I mean, where wasn't Sammy Henson? But besides that, <laughs> that's but fair. He was at UTC for a little bit. It, it's a fair bet that he was. Let's see, Sammy Henson, UTC. Who do you think's coached at the most college programs? It's got to be Sammy Henson, right? Hmm. As head coach. That's a, just been no, not as head coach as a, as an assistant coach or anything. Well, how many for he's been at Oklahoma, Missouri? See, Cal Sammy Poly? Hansen? Yeah, yes, Cal Poly West. He was at West Point. He was at Oklahoma two separate instances. I don't know. If he was at West Virginia for sure. Yeah, um, can confirm. That's fine. I'm pretty sure he was at UTC. What can we not look up his stuff here? Possible. I'm on his Wikipedia right now. Um, How many? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, let me see. Let's see. Yeah. Right. Sammy had Sammy said... was at UTC. <laughs> oh, my right. gosh. He, he was at Penn State, too. Oh, I got it. No, I got it. Let's see right here. Uh, Coaching I'm, uh, history, West Oklahoma, bio. Penn State, Army, Nebraska, Army. Cal Poly, Oklahoma, Missouri, West Virginia. But is yep. UTC not on there? UTC. Yeah, why says... isn't UTC on here? 
Two new UTC assistant coaches, Chris Bono and Sammy Henson. They were both assistants at I'm UTC. I'm pretty sure they were there at the same time. I think there was some like a backstabbing, infighting type things going on. Bro, so I don't remember who told me the story. Is just an, an incredible, incredible. Uh, I might be way off. I might be way off. But this... uh, damn, who's telling me about it? I can't remember. Anyways, whoa. I think they both wanted the job after Josie was. They knew oh, Josie was. That was 2005. Yeah. He has a gap here right. from 2003 to 2006 on his West Virginia. Boat. They didn't want to put UTC uh, on there. West Virginia didn't, didn't want to acknowledge the mocks. <laughs> so Oklahoma, Penn State, Army, UTC, Nebraska, Cal Poly, Oklahoma, Missouri, West Virginia. That's, That's a, a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. How many places has Lee Pritz been? Well, he's been at Arizona State forever now. He's been there he's a been long Arizona time State. now. He was at ODU. Not that many. NC State. Um, well, he was old. No, he was Missouri, then Old Dominion. But he's been at NC State for sure. Are he was there. Sure? With, positive. He was there with Caldwell. And then he went back to Missouri for a little bit. And then I thought Arizona State after that. Because he was at Missouri when I was an athlete, and he was at Missouri while I was a coach also. Yeah. Wrestling hires Lee Pritz as a wrestling coach, assistant coach. Go pack. Huh. So not so not that I mean not that many comparatively. Well, what what was that four or five? Well, two at Missouri, Old Dominion is a four. Missouri, unless you count Missouri twice. State, no, so four. And whereas we're at like one, two, three, four, five, like eight for. Yeah, no one close really. <laughs> There's got to be somebody else. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. To Chris Bono. Uh, so he's how many, been. How many at, places has he been? Iowa State, UTC, South Dakota State, Wisconsin. That it? I think that's yeah. it. Because remember, he had a time between, I think yeah, Iowa State, and, or between yeah. UTC and South Dakota State, where he was just um, in the, you know, I think he was in sales or something, medical sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was a break there. Yeah, you're um, right. He has not been there many. Um, All right, Sam Henson's the winner until proven otherwise. Yeah. I feel like there's Ooh, someone. Kevin Jackson. What about Kevin Jackson? Well, someone said him in the chat. I mean, has he been in a lot of different? I mean, he's Iowa State and Michigan. And uh, well, then I guess the, the United States twice. of America. <laughs> yeah, that's not a very good one. I don't, I don't Sorry, Orange States. You lose. Okay. All right. That was fine. All right. What are you talking about now? The winner. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Did you watch that walkout for the... Uh, yeah, I watched it. I don't get excited about baseball. Listen, this guy, he can't have any fun. This Edwin Diaz, if you haven't watched it, just find it on Twitter. Just search Edwin Diaz walkout or Timmy Trumpet or something like that. It is insane. Uh, they actually, The guy came out actually with the trumpet. I wish we could play it. We may go to jail if we do it. Although, you, I'll have you know, segue, we're going to have to change the intro and outro songs to FRL. Um, Why is Timmy Trumpet doing them? <laughs> yeah, we're getting Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> no, because I don't know. It's stupid. I actually don't even agree that this is uh, a reality, but all the people are yelling about it. So we're getting flagged literally every episode for the the song we use, even though we bought this song. I think I personally purchased the rights for this song in the. This was, of course, uh, several years ago. And the dummies won't whitelist the song that we paid for. The the but the company keeps flagging us, and we can't get them to not. So oh we have to buy God. another song. So that's coming hey, at some point. Well, speaking of walkouts, wrestling should have better walkouts. I'll give you that. Well, did that I ever was... tell you about? Did I tell you the Steve Mako story? Uh. Uh-uh. I've never told you Steve Mako story well, about maybe. and the Mizzou the Mizzou true freshman. I've been uh-huh. on the show kind of a long time right now, so I feel like I probably have told it at some point. But, uh, oh, this is the guy that didn't want to come out. It was Steve came out to the Darth Vader song or whatever, and yeah. then on the bus, this dude. So, so, the Darth Vader. He was so scared of Steve Mako, he got pinned in like twenty seconds or some shit like that. And Coach Smith was so pissed because he's like, "Bro, you didn't even fight. You just obviously he wasn't laughing. He was mad." He was like, you just lay down. You freaking got foot slipped and pinned in like 20 seconds. So then the dude, someone took a crap on the on the Mizzou team bus. And the rule was, you can't take a shit on the bus because then 
uh, it's like divided up into sections. The whole and so the athletes sticks. have the back two sections, like beds, and then like a hangout spot. And the coaches are in the front, and the bathrooms are the coaches. So if someone takes a crap in there, it stinks up by the coaches for the whole time. That's interesting. <laughs> and Chase was like, "I took a Smith yelled at me so much. I took a big, <laughs> took a big <laughs> shit in the bathroom to get back at him." <laughs> Dang, that is messed up. <laughs> So Ma- Mako comes oh, out like, to the Imperial March. So, oh my so, god, he was so scared to see Mako and coming out. He's like, I was freaking so scared when he came out to that Darth Vader music. Oh. <laughs> that is Sounds like he crapped twice that day. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> Man. That's oh. that's a that's a bold move to try to get back at the coach that way, too. <laughs> Well, if you haven't seen the walkout, it's really cool. You won't, you oh won't crap God. your pants, but it's pretty it's pretty lit. So the question that JD posed was, who has the best walkout in wrestling? I don't even feel like anyone tries to have a good walkout, do they? Not really. Well, we I actually love seen... it in the UFC when they, every once in a while... The UFC will change it up and let someone do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not the exact same thing every single time. I mean, it's still cool. Like when there's a title fight and they turn all the lights off and someone come, you know, they come from way, they, they have you like way, way back in the back and you come all the way out, you know, yeah. um, that's cool. But like, so when they let Ad- Adesanya do the like dance thing, remember? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like dancing, but that was pretty badass. Yeah, it was cool. I also, he also did the Undertaker thing, which is pretty sweet too. I don't remember that one. And then, well, they had, they had, they let, what? His last fight, he came out like uh, the Undertaker. He had like the little. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was cool. Um, But then they had McGregor had the, the, the Irish lady sing for him. Remember that? That was long, though. That one went like 15 minutes. I was like, okay. I like it. I like the theatrics. I still feel like it's cool when they let them do something a little bit different. And so, yeah, dude, what if the UF, what if at next year NCA is the walkout? They let these dudes do whatever they want. It would be awesome. Yeah. Do y'all prefer the like Daniel Cormier style sprint out or like the slow, slow walk? I like the slow walk personally. I don't so- know. Daniel's thing gets me pumped up because he's got. I, I, you know, it's like after a while when they have the same song and they do the same thing, it's like, I don't know, it's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, it's it's a little different. I like that Daniels is different, but I like the slow, like, plotting, like, almost like a march. That plays in wrestling because most guys are jogging or sprinting out to the mat. Yes. I feel like, but if if you slow walk it, you look pretty cool. One of my, uh, Tim Kennedy came out to Rooster, which is a really, really awesome song. I don't know that one. Yeah, you do. Uh, here comes the rooster. House oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a great mm-hmm. song. There was there was this guy in boxing called Nassim Hamed who would have some really crazy walkouts. Is that the guy that would – he's like Persian or something and would dance? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he had some crazy ones. Then basically – Get knocked out. <laughs> basically, the question is uh, – who's, uh, who's the guy that came – the boxer, the heavyweight – that came out in like the super, like, uh, armor, and then he lost, and he blamed it on like the f- oh, Deontay. Well, that was absurd. Yeah, <laughs> but that was like the worst excuse of all time. It's like I got tired because I walked out in that heavy armor. Um, yeah, Bostress. So a couple from the chat. Dylan Morrison says Jacob Warner. Who comes out to Fat Bottom Girls, which is a great song. <laughs> Basically, in wrestling, uh, it's just like, who has the coolest song? I honestly thought Kimmer's Who Let the Dogs Out was That's awesome. a good one. When, and especially when it was like, is he going to wrestle? Isn't he going to wrestle? And then, then you're just like watching the broadcast, and you hear, who let the dogs out? And the carver goes nuts. That was really sick. Yeah. Um, Caprino says Kassar's was the best. I don't remember. What, what did he come out to? What, what was Kassar's? I'm asking. Tyson's was intimidating. His was just like chains, like clanging, right, and like white noise. Yeah, it also just helps with Mike Tyson. Yeah, and he just came out in like black shorts. Well, he, he would just have the he would have just a towel. That was it, like no fancy robe. Remember? Right. Yeah. Um. I also probably my favorite. Mm, 
Yeah, one of my favorite walkouts was um, Gilman coming out to 16 tons at a 2018 Final X. Mm-hmm. Didn't he mama so your babies grow up to be cowboys he one did, year or two? He did that the year he lost, I believe. Yeah. Um, mm. Spencer coming out to the Pokemon theme song was kind of lit. Um, <laughs> what was Kassar's Joe Caprino? I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Um, he probably came out with a he probably had a toothpick in his mouth though, which is pretty sweet. Benson Henderson fighting with a toothpick yeah, during the fight is that. absurd. What? How are you allowed to do that? You're not. Casar's <laughs> uh, highlight reel to Cinderella Man. I didn't see that. Okay. Yes, there, there's not as much. Uh, there could be more pageantry and walkouts, but you know, c- convincing wrestling coaches of that is really tough. It's, it's a very uh, old school, traditional. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kassar came out to Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's more ironic hmm. than um, actually cool. Okay, I gotta, I'm actually going to ask this question. Because I saw, I got on Twitter, I think it was Tuesday. Right, you At 8.14, you sent a tweet. About the only fight you would come out of retirement for was was a Mazadal fight, and then Skyler Wade wants to know what are the chances of a rematch actually happening? Probably not very good. Okay. I mean, because they'd have to call me. I don't know if this, if this dumb dumb loses a few more and realizes he's not very good, and there's no one else he can beat, then maybe uh, he'll give me a call. But uh, other than that, I would say probably not very good. He'd have to call you. But not here, right? Dana would call me or Hunter or whomever. Hunter. Hunter yeah. get on the horn or <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no I, I I'm very obviously my career didn't end the way I wanted it to end but I'm very satisfied with my athletic accomplishments and I'm very happy doing what I'm doing that being said like I would love to fight George Masvidal like I just want to fight him like that's it Literally. I don't want to do anything else I would just like to fight that guy yeah I don't know where yeah. I, how I feel about it, it man very very stressful. Um, but, yeah, it would be awesome to watch you beat him up. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the most intimidating wrestler at every weight? Asks Drew Best. Steve Mako. Still. <laughs> Still. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that that has got to be one of the scariest guys. Um, and his reputation just so preceded him. And from, yeah. hi, from high school through college, keeping that sort of intimidating. Like, I'm wondering how many other guys. Like, is it even – thing is there even a level of intimidation anymore that happens it's like like spencer lee it's like you're gonna go you you know what's gonna happen but are you like crapping your pants scared or it's just like man yeah i think you are i I think especially if you well if you think more at a like are you gonna get injured obviously not like steve mock well steve mock might hurt you that's what i'm saying who's like dude i don't know if i'm gonna do this match but there's still that level of like i'm am i gonna get embarrassed yeah right <laughs> mm-hmm. am i gonna look like a joker am i gonna look like i don't know what i'm doing like uh, you know what i'm saying like there's that yeah. little and spencer lee would be yeah i mean it would be hard because like dude, this dude i'm really good at wrestling this dude's gonna embarrass me yeah like he's gonna party on me uh i mean the the only positive to spencer lee is uh is if you can weather that first storm then you can have a decent outing where uh there's certain other guys like like uh you know who would be a great example like a zane Zane was going to try to kill you for seven minutes. Yeah. Like, he was going to keep coming at you for the entirety of the seven minutes. There was nothing you were going to do to stop him. It wasn't oh, like Metcalf's he was going to slow down. Right. Yeah, Metcalf. Like, there's those guys like that. Metcalf but, had the intimidation factor. Yeah. I mean, some of those dudes, though, some of those dudes had, there were there was a glimmer of hope, right? So, like, um, if you could do this or that. But, like, I feel like the Zane, Zane had no weaknesses in any position. Yeah. You know, like he was great on bottom, great on top, great on his feet. And he was going to come at you with a hard pace or, you know, a David Taylor. I mean, a lot of the other Penn State guys, right? David Taylor, mm-hmm. Bo Nickel. Um, they really fit that mold where there's like, there's nowhere to hide. There's not like, well, if I could do this, I can have a good outing. Yeah. For, uh, I remember with Zane, Keyshawn Hayes got the first two takedowns on him in the duel and he still got teched. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is like. I, I think Gable's got to be an intimidating guy to go against. 
because yeah. one, he well, is... Gable sucks because there's nothing you can do. Like if you shoot on him, that's worst case scenario because his down block go behinds are so elite. So it's like like some dudes you'd be like, okay, I could shoot and hang on to his leg or you know shoot. And maybe I get a take. Gable, you can't shoot on him, so then you got to stay there and hand fight with him, and then he hand fights so hard. You know, it's like yeah, there's just not any good. You could club the crap out of you. Yes, like he hits so hard. Um, yes, yeah, and he's he's got the combination of like. There's physical danger because he like he put, he puts you down hard, but then there's also there's like major embarrassment factor too, like oh, yeah. he does some stuff that's just like oh my gosh like practice room stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Who else is Roman is kind of like uh, he's he's high on the embarrassment factor like he could yes he could do like some take- he does some bonus people a lot like he'll do a flashy takedown but the you fl- know? It's the flashy takedown where you just look like you're doing two different sports kind of factor yeah. But then, but JD's right though. He might just chill, just cruise to a yeah, seven-two, and then he's yeah. gonna sit on that ankle, get yeah, his riding yeah. time point, but not really turn. Yeah, mm. to a common folk like that's not embarrassing. A common folk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I could, there's there, there's the highlight reel factor where you might end up on the highlight reel for sure. But then, like, he's not just gonna beat your ass where like a Zane or that type or you know a Metcalf. You're right on Metcalf, but there was like there was, I would say there was a. A few more glimmers of hope against Metcalf than Rutherford just because Rutherford was so good on top. I mean, he was like the elite of the elite on top, and Metcalf was like good on top and not amazing. Yeah. There's also more potential for embarrassment where if you could get like the first like two takedowns and then just completely wilt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like far that, more embarrassing. And he's just breaking your back in half. He's just ripping your head and your freaking foot, and there's nothing you can do. Like, uh, like you can't even pin yourself at that point. Yeah. I, I think. Metcalf also had that factor with the pace where he could give up a couple takedowns early and still just house oh, yeah. you. Bubba did that in the finals. Yep. He got the first two takedowns. Bubba, it would be highly embarrassing to get super ducked super hard by Bubba. Yeah. yeah. And fall on your face pretty much. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I wish I could find the argument. It was, I don't know, maybe six months ago or something. And I think Iowa folks were arguing over – I can't remember if it was who would win in a match or who was the better athlete, but Spencer Lee or their starting quarterback, I think is what people were arguing on Twitter. And it was so funny because I was tuned in, and then some random comment, somebody clearly from Texas, because like I clicked on their profile, yeah. from Texas, and they just go, all this over somebody who's five foot two and 125 pounds? <laughs> just yeah. like people who don't, like aren't in tune to wrestling and just like, like football, they're like, why do you even care about this tiny human who would get crushed on a football field. It's honestly a cool thing about wrestling where the lightweights are like the rock stars so much of the time. Whereas like mm. in MMA, like sort it's definitely the maybe not the opposite, but the light the smaller guys just never have really gotten the shine. The but, b- boxing for sure. But in wrestling it's like, dude, the lightweights yeah, are Yeah, it's weird how sometimes in MMA you're right that they haven't really caught on. Um I mean, literally, where, the guy yeah. you got traded Bo- for, Ben. <laughs> what? Like the guy you got traded for, he's like one of the yeah. greatest ever. And but he, he didn't never do caught the on. He didn't rate. Although he did get a knockout on Friday night. Yeah, he'll he'll good there. I mean, he's he's always been for me fun to watch. Um, but he just never caught on. But yeah, boxing. I mean, Pacquiao, Mayweather. Like, there's been yeah. a lot of really obviously the heavyweights are probably the bigger stars, but there's been some middle lightweight stars. True. True. Ben, did you ever in wrestling lose in a, like an embarrassing way? Or did you just like lose regularly? Well, I got a couple embarrassing losses on my record. I don't know if you know that, Christian. Well, in I said in wrestling. I don't count. Shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't count. I don't count. Uh wrestling. Um let's see. The most embarrassing thing that I can think of in wrestling would be that son of a gun, Pat Papalizio hit me with the left side of headlock. Oh, that's two thousand right. two thousand Olympic trial, our world team trial. That's so funny. I was young though. I was only nineteen, I think, or something like that. Was that? No, I wasn't even nineteen. I think I was going to turn nineteen later that year. So I don't feel too bad about that. He was he was a full grown man, and I was a uh, eighteen year old boy. So I don't feel too bad about that. But that that would be that was pretty embarrassing. Sneaky lefty headlock. Yeah, you see him every now and again. He probably still hits it on his guys in the room. Like he probably beats up on the freshman, hits him with a lefty headlock, and then just squeezes them for a while. That's funny. Um, 
Heath wants to know, did Ben run Sparks off? Getting to the point where we might need an alien hour on his disappearance. For real? Where's he been? I don't think this Heath thinks you ran him off. Stop. We wanted to, I, listen, maybe, okay, listen, there's a chance. Maybe it's got something to do with Roadhouse. Maybe, maybe he doesn't Roadhouse. want to give his Roadhouse take. Man, I, I, I haven't finished it yet, but I have started it. It is, it is hilarious. Yeah, we need some Shane of the Sparks lines in there uh, are so, are so funny. Um, <laughs> but that was when Shane stopped coming on. When we started talking about Roadhouse and how he wanted his opinion, he just stopped showing up. Man, um, just the, yeah, the whole premise. I'll just save all my takes. But I've got so many quotes written down. I don't know how many of them I can say. Uh, <laughs> they're, they are freaking uh... funny. Um, the premise of that they people headhunt <laughs> a bounty. He's a yeah, sorry, a bounty, a bouncer. That they they're going to headhunt a bouncer. Yes! A bounce. It's a bouncer. Like what? But also, also, not only is he headhunted, and they're looking for the best bouncer for this crappy bar in Missouri, in the middle of nowhere in Missouri. But also, the bouncers are like are like quarterbacks apparently in this movie <laughs> where everyone they're all For household real. names like all the patrons of the bar that's dalton oh do you know that like no one knows who a bouncer is like what are we talking about like how is this even a remotely believable premise that a bouncer from new york has a reputation in missouri it's um, preposterous but like some of the lines from the bar like the, the skeevy dude <laughs> I'm not gonna read it. Hey, hey. Uh, if we're gonna go that much longer, I need to go get my charger. I totally forgot to charge my computer last night. I, have I, think, we're, I think we're almost done, actually. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna let it ride then. I only got one more, one more input. I was wrong, Ben, when uh, uh -oh. you said friend of the uh, the podcast. Remind me, I mixed up Usman Ahmed walkout and Nassim Ahmed. They're completely different. Us look up, go look Usman up Usman Ahmed. Go look up Usman Ahmed's. See the guy that did the, the dance and just gets knocked completely unconscious? Yes, it's... That, that is a classic great. one. I remember that one. Um, but Nassim, Nassim Ahmed also dances. Yes, but he was good and did not get knocked out. Yeah. What this um, guy's got... He's eight and nine. He's not even good. He's terrible. That's okay. That's he, what makes his walkout so great. Yeah, it's so <laughs> cocky. And then he just gets completely... <laughs> Nassim okay. Ahmed was like a world champ. Excuse me. Yeah, not this guy. This Rick guy's a bigger legend in my book, though. Rick, yeah, I'll I see. knew about him, and I didn't know about yeah. Nassim. Yeah, that's a that's a better boxer in my opinion. It's all about <laughs> it's all about the memories you make along the way. Oh god. Rick Wasmer says that everyone knew who Mr. T was. Was Mr. T a bouncer? <laughs> I never watched. I never watched the A Team. Um. But I did see Rocky. Yeah, look at My this man guy. is dancing up a storm. I'm watching him now, JD. He's dancing up a storm. But he's terrible. He's not even like. No, oh, this is goodness. electric. I love how he's just preposterously skinny, too. What, is, what weight class <laughs> is this? He's so skinny. He doesn't, like, literally. Oh, now you're body shaming small weights. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just describing <laughs> what he shaming. looks like. He. Oh, no. Is he not skinny? Look at him. He, yeah, he is. He is. He's ridiculously skinny. Look yeah. at this walkout. Like, can he even do push-ups? Can he, this guy do push-ups? Look hey, at his... my wife. Listen, can I ask you Christian, something? Christian, he looks Bile? like you. Bro, I, <laughs> I got an argument with my wife the other day. She can do more pull-ups than she can do push-ups. That what? is absurd. I said I didn't know this existed. Like, <laughs> I don't know any dude. There's no dude I know that can do more pull-ups than push-ups. Do you agree with me? Because she's like, no, a lot of people can do it. I'm like, That's no, insane. No. No, she must this is insane. She must have a freaky strong back though, or something. No, she could do like four pull-ups, and she can only do like a push-up or two. Oh, okay. Well, but more than no one that I know can do more pull-ups than push-ups. Not not assisted or anything like that. Not chin-ups. No pull -ups. unassisted pull-ups. Yeah, Amy, that's weird. <laughs> that's that's, that's that, what I tried that's, telling her. That's she did rare. not believe me. I'm certain Katie can't uh, could do more push-ups than. Yeah, for a fact. That's what. Man, that's really weird. I don't think there's many that's people weird. like that. I can't find his weight class on here. I'm yeah, it's got to be under 120 tiny. pounds, or he's like five, six six feet tall. Um, what a beast. Okay, before Ben's. Oh my gosh. 
dies, we're going to go before 1% Ben dies. <laughs> hey, I will try to make sure Bader doesn't die this weekend, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, that will be my task to make sure he returns safely to Flow Sports headquarters next week. Well, his family's coming, so that's going to be uh, – that's going to – you know, ground him a little bit. I don't know if you ever seen Wild Bader. Wild Bader don't get grounded. He need, he needs to be kidnapped to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. I I've I know Wild Bader. <laughs> I think we all know Wild Bader. Um, but I hope you have fun. I'm sure we'll be. Oh, his computer died. Look at the smile. Wow. Well, let's just sit on that. Look, he's never been happier. He's thinking about Wild a, Bader. A, Wild Bader. That is great. New profile pick. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We will be back next week. That's a fact. Next week is who's number one week. Can you believe it? It's already here, JD. It's also Labor Day weekend. I'm sure you're going to have all kinds of outdoor boating activities, river, river, in the water a little river bit. stuff. Uh, we'll find out in JD's story. Uh, for everyone else, have a great weekend. We will see you next Tuesday. Thank you. Goodbye.